1: John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. We've got a great show in store for you here on this Thursday, April 2nd. Randy Keel, Deacon Randy Keel, coming up here soon. going to talk about the first and or second reading to prepare us for Sunday's Mass. Uh, Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic Women Now, going to preview the 9 o'clock show this morning. At 745, Patrick Novakowski is going to be on. He is one of America's most accomplished Catholic communicators, He's the author of the new book, 100 Ways John Paul II Changed the World. We're going to talk about that book on the show today. Also, Pope Francis saying that we need to be like this saint during the corona crisis. I will uh, tell you which saint he's pointing to as one of the patrons for us here. Mark Amadeo will have your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your saint of the day coming up as well. And the Vatican has authorized special masses and Good Friday prayers for the coronavirus pandemic. We'll have that for you coming up here soon, too. All right, let's get to it. A jam-packed Thursday morning. Deacon Tony Valdez, it's all for our day to Almighty God.
2: God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guiding strength today, so that we may witness to your love. And Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us.
1: Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir.
3: Well, good morning, John. Did you uh, avoid all the April Fool's Day jokes
1: yesterday, or did you... Uh... Or the brunt of them a few times I did not succumb to any no, no, there okay. were there were none uh, my my wife doesn 't really uh do that i i'm the more the practical jokester on her, but uh, i I took the day off yesterday
3: I see well yeah. usually the kids will jump in because they just love uh, uh, plotting these out and uh, thank this everything was kind of. I didn't see too much. I saw a little bit on social media, but not a, not a whole lot.
1: Yeah, a couple things, a couple things. But uh, you, you you still got to laugh during these times, right?
3: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I mean, come on. Now,
3: you mentioned Palm Sunday. I know you're going to have special announcements up. Are, are, are we going to have drive-through palms or something going on? You know, on I was thinking about that, actually. You know? that,
1: that's funny you say that, because uh, on my on my run yesterday, I was thinking exactly that. I wonder if it would be <laughs> drive-through palms or how that's going to work. But, yeah.
3: Well, I, I expect our uh, our lovely deacon back there, Deacon Tony, to get us uh, abreast on that. He can get us caught up with what the uh, churches in, in Central Iowa are going to be doing, hopefully. From my the understanding,
2: Polish. the Palms will be blessed, and then throughout the week, there'll be in a, uh, an area in each church where mm. you can pick them up if you'd nice. like.
1: Nice. I did not know so that. Got, he's get. right on it. He, he is. is
3: right he's on, on it. it. Thank you. Just when you thought some people had too much downtime, right. not Deacon Tony. Nope, nope, not decontoning. that's it. <laughs>
2: Let me go back to sleep, please.
3: <laughs> we'll wake you up on Easter, Tony. We'll do Thank that. you. <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. So, yeah, everything just uh, going well. We're going to get into uh, some rain today, John. So this morning looks okay. But this afternoon and tomorrow does not look good. So now we're really going to be indoors uh, for the next uh, probably 36 hours. Yeah, that's what I've heard. this afternoon. Right. That so, makes it a
1: little it. bit more difficult when the rain kind of shelters yeah. you in place as well. But uh, I'm it hoping does. the weekend the sun comes out.
3: It was, it's supposed to. Next week they're even saying uh, highs in the lower 70s starting on Monday through at least Wednesday. So wow. we're going to have some real nice weather. I think it might be a chance of rain in there somewhere. But uh, uh, this weekend is going to be good. You'll be able to go outdoors. All right, good. Alright, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV Channel 13 Weather Desk and meteorologist Megan Selwalk. Currently in the morning we have cloudy skies, 49 degrees and east-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour as you wake up on this Thursday, April 2nd. And today we'll see cloudy skies, breezy conditions. We'll, we, will, we will see some uh, showers and a possible thunderstorm later on this afternoon. Today's high in central Iowa, 64 degrees, southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight scattered showers and thunderstorms are possible. Overnight of 40 degrees. The winds will continue to pick up at 10 to 20 miles per hour out of the southeast. And then tomorrow, on Friday, steady and falling temperatures throughout the day. We could see rain and maybe even freezing rain and a winter storm advisory up to northwest Iowa. Uh, the temperature will start out at 4 degrees here in central Iowa and fall all the way down to 29 degrees by Friday night. On Saturday, partly cloudy, dry, high of 52 degrees. And on Sunday, more the same, partly cloudy and warmer with a high of 62 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Thursday morning, well, a couple apartment fires in the metro overnight. On Des Moines' south side, fire broke out about 1215 at the willow park apartments on army post road the building housed 30 apartments and was completely destroyed no one was injured in pleasant hill last night Actually, early this morning, fire broke out about 1.30 at the Peterson Place Apartments on North Pleasant Hill Boulevard. That's just west and across the street from the high V in Pleasant Hill. One person was rescued from a third floor balcony. The building housed 24 units and each unit was occupied. Uh, there was no injuries. Some pets were unaccounted for. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and all high school spring and sports activities have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, another announcement yesterday, a cancellation uh, in tennis. They 143rd Wimbledon Tennis Tournament has been canceled due to the coronavirus and pandemic. Uh, the two-week tournament was scheduled for June 29th through July 12th in London, England. And again, that has been canceled. And a uh, road construction update, a heads up if you're planning to drive in the Eastern Metro Highways today. Starting today, the Iowa DOT crews will reduce Highway 65 near the East University exit in Pleasant Hill to just two lanes for repairs to the bridge over Oakwood Drive. Now, as a result, northbound uh, exit ramp uh, and southbound entrance ramps for Highway 65 to East University will be closed for about six weeks. Uh, Pleasant Hill Police have posted a picture of the affected areas on their Facebook page. Once again, at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 49 degrees, and east-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. And today we'll see cloudy skies, a few showers, and a thunderstorm possible, and very breezy, a high of 64 degrees, with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour and this has been iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your thursday morning john leonetti show and coming up jimmy olson he has your morning traffic update i'm mark Avadeo.
0: iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by construction professionals dental associates Kemen, and mercy medical center Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, as Mark mentioned, the
4: construction of the Highway 65 bypass, lots of construction actually happening around town. Hopefully they're taking advantage of that while there's a lot less traffic on the road, so just follow the posted detour signs and just kind of be aware of your surroundings as you're making your way to wherever it is you need to go. Making that drive into downtown if that is where you're headed. It is looking good on 235, seven minutes from the West Mixer and East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com.
1: That's Stravick on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. Good morning, Deacon.
5: Oh, so glad to be with you, John. It feels like we're coming out of isolation just to join together.
1: Uh, that's exactly it. Are you still holding up? I am holding up. Good. How about you? Uh, it's good to check in with you each week and and everyone here. We're, we're we're doing what we can, you know. I mean, that's all you can do right now, and just trying to put one foot in front of the other and uh, concentrate on the day rather than the month.
5: You know, it ties in so well with our scriptures for this Sunday. I'm just going to jump right there, sure. if you don't mind. Sure, I'd like to. I'd like to tie in Isaiah with a little bit of Philippians, mostly with Isaiah chapter 50. You know, John, I think about you know all of us who you know are drawn to the message of the gospel, and one of the meetings we're drawn to, even it's just like this morning, just through radio, we're drawn to a sense of gathering for the sake of Christ because every day we carry a sense of suffering inside of us, even just from the sense of sin that we live with. We carry a sense of suffering, and that makes us seek. And today's sense of, but we have to be careful what we seek, right? We, we have a responsibility to seek well. And the servant that's represented in Isaiah chapter 50 teaches us in these several verses how it is that the servant Israel is seeking out faithfulness and confidence in his call through Isaiah the prophet, which is foreshadowing Christ the Messiah, our Savior, in the book of Philippians by by St. Paul a little bit later. But I want to point out a couple things. We, We humanly work to try to continually seek out the meaning of suffering. And esoterically, we understand it when we sense we're not in suffering, but then, bam, it hits us again, and we go, what's the purpose of this? Hmm. Look at the beauty of what comes out of Isaiah chapter 50. A few things I'll point out. This is verses 4 through 7. And the prophet, the Isaiah, who's representing the servant, who later is the archetype of our Christ, our Savior, Says the Lord gave me a well trained tongue. Right there, we're to learn how to utilize our tongue well, how to speak well, which ultimately is how to speak the word of Christ Himself to one another, so He can be present with us, so that we may know the answer for the weary, and the word will waken them morning after morning. He'll open our ears, and we will not refuse. We will not turn Him away. That's our call to be faithful. And that's the theme of this portion of Scripture for Sunday. We're called to be faithful. And the servant said, My faith, I did not hide from the insults, from the spitting. I did not turn my back to those who beat me, and my cheeks were torn. But the Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. I set my face like flint. Hmm. Flint has a purpose of being struck for the sake of light of the world. There's the foreshadow. No matter how he was persecuted, he was the light of the world, and that's what Paul emphasizes later in Philippians. This culture of what was going on in the Old Testament times, and yet through the time of Paul, and let's bring it all the way currently, there are many structures of belief that to suffer is a shameful disgrace. And our Savior showed the exact opposite. To suffer, he took on the weight of the world through sin, and the wages of sin was death, therefore his journey was not for the sake of death, but his journey was for the sake of resurrection. Thus the flint, thus the light of the world." And that's what we get to celebrate each and every day
1: as we come to the Word of God. Goodness, there's so much work in here uh, in, in these readings, and and you know, of course, you have uh, Isaiah. You have. We start with the Gospel on Palm Sunday, which is uh, always interesting. I think that's the only Mass throughout the entire year that we do that with Matthew. Isn't that great? That's yes. So,
5: that, that like I I had the privilege of speaking and proclaiming that Gospel last year um, to the congregation, and that was like a spiritual joy.
1: Whoa! Yeah, and to say with the words of Christ, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me in Psalm? I think, I was looking at that and thinking, boy, that's especially, I think, apropos right now with with what's happening. People might be thinking the same thing. You know, Lord, where are you in this? Uh, Why is this happening? Go ahead. That reflects our humanity. He knows that we're going to go through this. That's
5: not a sin that we go through, but our spirit is questing the seeking. And so we seek because we carry the lament of suffering. Our seeking has to go beyond ourselves, has to go beyond this world, and it takes us to the supernatural, which we know is Christ himself.
1: Would you give us your blessing?
5: Uh, Of course I would. It's great to study with you. As a body, a collective body, I pray for the blessings of the Word of God, to enrich our soul, in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, upon all the suffering that's here in front of us in this world. Thank you, Jesus, for the privilege to worship you. Amen. Amen.
1: Now, are you still doing uh, kind of Skype or Zoom uh, uh, meetings with people? I am.
5: I am. Uh, I'm doing half in person still. I close that up at the end of this week. Um, I'm an essential business as a therapist. I'm an essential business for mental health. So um, it's a privilege to stay open. Um, about half my people are still coming in the rest. I'm doing virtual and telephone. Um, by next week, I'll be a hundred percent virtual.
1: Okay. Okay. So if people, uh, maybe need you during these times, I, I, I just want to throw that out there because I know some people are really struggling mentally to get through a lot of this and, and maybe they need someone for the next month or two months. Do you, do you have a couple openings?
5: And we will be, uh, we'll be
1: discussing that further next Tuesday morning. I'll be with you. Okay, good. Uh, Cardia counseling. Thank you, Deacon. Great to be with you. Thank be you, John. Well. Bye-bye. Take care. Uh, coming up right after this, Vatican authorizes uh, special masses and Good Friday prayers for the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, we're going to have some of those masses for you coming up right after this. And Pope Francis urging us to be like this saint when we return during this difficult, difficult time. We'll have that saint that he's urging us to become more like after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning, Thursday, April 2nd. Thanks for being a part of the show. And a big thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. You know, one of the things that I love about most of our people that support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they love their Catholic faith. And yes, they love their Iowa Catholic Radio. The Pew family is no different. Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design, been listeners for a long time and serve families all across Central Iowa for a long time as well. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you again. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com.
6: Support for programming of Catholic women now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
4: Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessman International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmaninternational.org. That's blessmaninternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494.
7: Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral
6: Assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org.
2: Hi, this is Deacon Tony Valdez, Program Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. We want to thank you for your support. And right now, we ask that you continue to support Iowa Catholic Radio. Due to the crisis of COVID-19, we are seeing extra expenses because of the outbreak. We want to assure you that we will continue our mission. We are in this together and are here for you. Would you consider a gift of $33 or any amount you can provide? Give now at iowacatholicradio.com slash donate. Thank you.
8: We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ.
1: We believe Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Pope Francis urging us to be like St. Teresa of Calcutta during these times of the coronavirus. He says, Mother Teresa's example should inspire us to seek out those whose suffering is hidden during the coronavirus crisis. I thought that was really genius uh, of the Holy Father to say. And he said it at the start of uh, mass this morning. He said that uh, he had seen a photograph in the newspaper of homeless people sleeping in a parking lot. He may have been referring to a widely circulated uh, image of the homeless lying six feet apart at the Cashman Center in Las Vegas. Uh, Catholic news agency is reporting, but we don't know which one he saw yet. He said, quote, these days of pain and sadness underlie many hidden problems. In the newspaper today, there's a photo which moves the heart. Many homeless people from a city line in a parking lot under observation. There are many homeless people today. We ask St. Teresa of Calcutta to reawaken in us the sense of closeness to many people who in society and normal life are hidden, but like the homeless in a moment of crisis are pointed out in this way, especially, he said, quote, "The Lord has always remembered His covenant, His promise for us. The Lord never forgets. Yes, He forgets only in one case when He forgives sins. After He is forgiven, He loses the memory. He does not remember the sins. In other cases, God does not forget." He uh, went on to highlight the three aspects of relationship with um, aspects of the God's relationship with Abraham. Interesting stuff coming out of the Holy Father today, uh, but certainly I, I thought that tie was was genius. Really, I mean, with with Saint Teresa of Calcutta, what did she do but look for the the sufferings of others? Went to uh, tend to the hidden sufferings of so many, as Christ Jesus was hiding in the poor. She would oftentimes say, and and again during this time where we kind of isolate ourselves. The buzzwords of social distancing continue to to roam. Uh, it can be it can be easy for us just to kind of look at our own needs, our own thoughts, our own wants. You know, I, it can be easy for us to dream of, of of going back to what happened or what life was like before. But rather, with a new heart, to be able to look not just into myself, but outside of myself especially maybe those who are suffering. Let me give you an example. And I I, I don't want to say this to brag. I really don't. But this was just, it moved my heart. And and of course it did because it was my son. I came home yesterday uh, from a run and uh, I'm all sweaty, getting ready to go up and shower. And and here my son is in the other room and he says, dad, come in here. So I went in there real quick and he had this big poster board out and he, he, he had on there John's books and underneath he just put one book. Your God is too boring and uh, spelled a couple of the words wrong, but whatever. And uh, he said, dad, we're going to raise, and they put $2,000 underneath on this on this uh, piece of paper, big piece of paper. So we're going to raise $2,000 for medicine for the coronavirus. We're going to sell your books, and then we're going to put all the proceeds uh, toward toward the coronavirus, and we're going to go to Hy-Vee and pick up the medicine for people. And... <laughs> I mean it was just great. I, I I was so moved. Now of course I had to kindly explain to him that the uh, the medicine to treat coronavirus is, is not at high V. Um I wish it was, but it wasn't. But we started brainstorming last night then, uh, different ways that we can we can raise money or we can serve or what we can do as a family to be able to help uh some of the some of the people out there. I talked to him about I, I don't know if it's the the picture that Pope Francis saw, but I talked to him about the homeless right now and, and explained to him what that looked like in Las Vegas. I said, uh, you know, many of them are having to sleep on cement. I said, what if we raise some money for some mats for them? He loved that idea. So we're going to talk more about it today, but it's just an opportunity for us. And he's seven. And look, that didn't come from me. You know, I didn't say that. I wasn't thinking that, but here he is. I'm using my books here. I said, Joseph, we're not going to get near two thousand dollars for this. Using my books, we have got to do something else here. But he, he wanted to—he wanted to take proceeds from from something and give it, give it away. You know, and, and in that that beautiful, simple spirit of his, you know, he's thinking two thousand dollars is going to cure the world. Just go to Hy-Vee, you know, in the pharmacy, and and pick up the medicine. You know what? What is it, and how is it that we can have that kind of faith? Or those kind of thoughts as well. So we think outside of ourselves. This is St. Teresa of Calcutta and what she did, how she lived, especially during difficult and strenuous times. We need to do the same. Uh, Pope Francis, the Vatican has authorized special masses and Good Friday prayers for coronavirus pandemic. Uh, the decree dated March 30th said so the celebration of the Passion of the Lord on, su- on Good Friday this year has a particular significance because of the terrible pandemic that has stricken the whole world it is now going to be offered for uh, those who are suffering from the corona. Uh, pandemic, in in addition to those that are caring for them. Um, They've asked priests around the world to recite this new prayer during this year's Good Friday Liturgy and urged them to offer masses for the end of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, This coming out of National Catholic Register, the Congregation for Divine Worship issued the new intention for the solemn intercessions during the celebration of the Lord's Passion. Uh, The solemn intercessions, which are derived from ancient prayers, are recited on Good Friday for various categories of people. And the new prayer, is titled for the afflicted in time of pandemic so it's going to begin with the priest saying these words let us pray also for all those who suffer the consequences of the current pandemic that god the father may grant health to the sick strength to those who care for them comfort to families and salvation to all the victims who have died After a moment of silent prayer, the priest is going to continue. Almighty ever-living God, only support of our human weakness. Look with compassion upon the sorrowful condition of your children who suffer because of this pandemic. Relieve the pain of the sick. Give strength to those who care for them. Welcome into your peace those who have died. And throughout this time of tribulation, grant that we may all find comfort in your merciful love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. So if you are streaming Masses, uh, or or service uh, the service for Good Friday on uh, on Good Friday or Passion Sunday you'll be able to um, you'll be able to hear some of these new prayers that the Vatican has decreed. Let's go to Chris Magruder, Catholic Women Now. Okay, Chris. Hello. Hello. How are you this morning? Doing just fine this morning. Good morning to you. What do we got coming up on your show?
6: We have Jennifer Risting. She's a consecrated version from Regnum Christi who's going to tell us about her new book, Mary Magdalene Insights from Ancient Magdala, which is going to be cool because I think we all have our ideas of who Mary Magdalene was. And um, she has some new old traditions, actually not new, old traditions from the French and Roman worlds to tell us a little bit more about Mary Magdala. And then she also has her own friendship with Mary Magdala that she's going to tell us about which is kind of cool because her friendship with Mary Magdalene led her actually to be in Magdala in the Holy Land for four years. So we're kind of excited to hear all about it.
1: That sounds interesting. So she she stayed in Magdala for four years?
7: For
6: four years, yeah. Yeah, so we're kind of excited to hear why? What happened there? How were how you led there? All
1: right. I'd be interested in that as well. well. That's coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, friends. If you miss it, 9 o'clock in the evening. If you miss that, you can always podcast then that this show and all their shows of Catholic Women Now. Julie Nelson, Chris Magruder. Talk to you soon, Chris.
6: Thanks. Have a great day. All
1: right, you as well. Coming up in the second half hour, Patrick Novikoski is going to be on, one of America's most accomplished Catholic communicators. He's the author of the new book, 100 Ways John Paul II Changed the World. We'll have that for you coming up here soon. I think that's going to be a, a, a good, good read. I know Patrick, and Patrick's a good man, so we'll have him on in the second half hour. Don't go anywhere, friends, here on this Thursday, April 2nd. And a thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Residential reroutes for 30 years now, over 30 years, 963-4494. And a man that knows that above business is faith. A man committed to running his business with Christian values. Yes, even in these difficult times. 963-4494. That is 963-4494. Father Andrew right now with today's Gospel and Reflection.
8: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew One of the twelve, who is called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve, and while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord Even though Passover is a precursor to Easter, Jesus' resurrection accomplishes what Passover couldn't. Thus he fulfills it and God's plan for our salvation. Sin plays a pivotal role, highlighted in this passage by Judas' betrayal, that ultimately and mysteriously leads to our salvation. What we can have despite the negative consequences of sin is a hope afforded us by Christ on the cross, along with his resurrection that allows us to turn back to him many times over.
4: Thank you to Bosin the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio.
9: What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bosin from Bosin the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bosin. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Coming up, Patrick Novikoski is going to be on. Patrick uh, has been a friend of mine now for a long time, and, and he's gotten into uh, Catholic communications. He's actually become one of America's most accomplished Catholic communicators, representing so many different people and giving them a voice when they otherwise wouldn't uh, have one before, and, and uh, different ministries as well. He is author of the new book, 100 Ways John Paul II Changed the World, so he's an award winning journalist i think this book is is uh he, he's going all in on it and uh, he met john paul ii five times so i'm going to ask him that's my first question how in the world do you get the opportunity to meet john paul ii five times uh so to say he uh, i wonder if john paul ii ever remembered him uh you, you gotta think maybe I, mean, I know he met so many different people but uh, we'll see we'll see patrick Novikosky Uh, Coming up at 745 today. All right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your News and Sports. News
0: and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir.
3: Well, good morning, John. Another day of self-quarantine and uh, social distancing. I hope you're uh, doing well with your part of that. I'm doing well. i doing my best. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. We've got a, uh, wet weather coming in today and tomorrow, so more folks will be inside apparently.
1: Yeah, time to continue to hunker down, huh?
3: <laughs> more of that. Yeah, more of the same. We're in for the long haul, uh, my friend. We're going to get an announcement from the governor today about uh, additional health emergency declarations. So we'll see that from, for the state of Iowa. But uh, yeah, we, we want to stay uh, self, self-contained and uh, self-quarantined. We certainly
1: do. Yep. Well, we got to just uh, kill this thing uh, where, where, <laughs> where it is and uh, do our best to, to try to mitigate it, as, as everyone is saying, and then um, hopefully be set free.
3: Exactly. I, I kind of like your son. Joseph had the right idea. You know, Dad, we just uh, pay high V, and it'll right. all be over with, right? Right.
1: The, the medication's sitting there behind the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That is awesome. Yeah, to be young again, huh? Yeah. Simple, simplest
3: things. Maybe that's what's what's going to happen when this is all uh, figured out. How about that? Never know something like that. Never know. All right. Well. Well, I know they're keeping they're they're working on it, and the, 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 a lot of people smarter than you and I, John, are going to get this figured out eventually.
1: Well, I read that never before has the uh, scientific and medical world been uh, coming together in, in droves uh, and and so quickly to try to find an answer to this. So that that actually gave me great hope. Absolutely, and we hope
3: uh, we hope for a better answer coming up. That's that's yep. what I keep hoping for. Let's do it. All right, well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One studio. It is cloudy and 49 degrees and east-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour as you wake up on this Thursday, April 2nd. And uh, today we will see cloudy skies, a few showers and a thunderstorm possible here in central Iowa. It's randomly moving in around the noon hour. It'll be breezy with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour and a high of 64 degrees. Tonight scattered showers and thunderstorms continue an overnight low of 40 degrees. Southeast winds will continue at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And then tomorrow rain, freezing rain possible. We'll have steady and falling temperatures throughout the day. We'll start out at 40 degrees and it'll drop all the way down to 29 by Friday night. On Saturday, partly cloudy, dry, high of 52 degrees. And on Sunday, uh, a little bit warmer, partly cloudy and dry, a high of 62 degrees. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning, a couple of apartment fires in the metro area last night. On Des Moines South Side, fire broke out around 1215 at the Willow Park Apartments on Army Post Road. The building housed 30 apartments and was completely destroyed. No one was injured in that fire. And in Pleasant Hill, fire broke out a little bit later around 130 at the Peterson Place Apartments on North Pleasant Hill Boulevard. That's just west of Hy-V across the street. Uh, one person was rescued from a third floor balcony. building housed 24 units and each unit was occupied and there were no injuries in that fire. Uh, The Red Cross is involved with both fires and some pets were unaccounted for. Uh, And also an update on some traffic as the Iowa DOT is, uh, Iowa DOT crews will be Reducing lanes near highway on Highway 65 near the East University exit in Pleasant Hill to two lanes for repairs to the bridge over Oakwood Drive. Now, that'll be uh, going on for about six weeks beginning today. And as a result, the northbound exit ramp and southbound entrance ramps for Highway 65 to East University in Pleasant Hill will be closed for six weeks. And Pleasant Hill Police post a picture of the affected area on their Facebook page. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick. Once again, all high school spring sports and activities here in the state of Iowa have been suspended indefinitely due to the coronavirus outbreak. Uh, in tennis news, yesterday the Wimbledon tennis tournament, the 143rd uh, tournament, has been canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. The two-week tournament was scheduled for June 29th through July 12th in London, England, and that'll be postponed until next year. Once again, for the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 49 degrees, and east southeast wind at. 10 miles per hour, and today we're going to see a few showers and thunderstorms with pl- with cloudy skies throughout the day. It'll be breezy. Today's high in central Iowa, 64 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Thursday morning John Leonetti show, and coming up, Jimmy Olson. he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic
0: Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., and streaming at (laughs) iowacatholicradio.com. on Iowa Catholic Radio. We
4: are getting into the construction season, so a lot of that's going to be starting up here pretty soon. So a few things uh, to look forward to and detours to take. And one of those is going to be uh, Highway 65 as they're going to be uh, lessening the lanes, as Mark mentioned. So that's going to happen over the next six weeks. So just, uh, again, be aware of where uh, of your surroundings as you are out and about. Making that drive in not a bad one this morning. accident free seven minutes from the East Mixer and West Mixer to downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's Travic on Iowa
1: Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, he wanted to live a quiet life in a cave by the sea. Well, he'd like these times, wouldn't he? God made him a leader, a teacher, and an accomplished statesman, though. God does great things with the smallest of tools. St. Francis of Paola today was born in 1416. As a boy, he accompanied uh, his parents on a pilgrimage to Rome and there decided to begin to live as a contemplative hermit. He began to live in a cave near Paola on the southeast coast of Italy. Before he was 20, men were coming to his cave to join his practice of asceticism and solitude and prayer. Eventually, the group grew so large that Francis had to establish a rule and petition Rome for approval of a religious order. The Holy See approved the hermits of St. Francis of Assisi in 1474. Later, Francis would change the name of the order to the Minims, taken from the Latin word for smallest because he wanted his order to be the least known in the household of God. Despite the strong desire to live as a hermit, though, Francis felt called to live an apostolic life. He began using the gifts he had received, including miracles and prophecy, to minister to the people of God. And, as a defender of the poor and the oppressed, Francis earned the wrath of the king of Naples, because Francis had admonished the king and his sons. Pope Sixtus IV asked Francis to travel to Paris to help... uh, 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 Let's see king louis the 11th of france to prepare for death while ministering to the king of france francis was able to help restore peace between france and Brittany, and between france and spain as well after brokering these peace accords francis died in paris in 1507 we ask today saint francis of piola to pray for us amen and to thank you to stephen c reed attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day a deacon here in des moines experienced in wills and estate planning for over 30 years. two two four one seven seven six. That's five one five two two four one seven seven six. Coming up right after this, we're going to be talking to Patrick Novikoski. Patrick is one of America's most accomplished Catholic communicators, author of the new book, 100 Ways. St. John Paul II changed the world, met John Paul II five times as well. Looking forward to talking to Patrick. It's been a while since he's been on the show here right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the Morning, right here on this April 2nd. And let's see, who do we have up next? Blessman International. Thank you, Blessman International, for underwriting the show. You know, I I was just on the phone yesterday with uh, Father McHenry of St. Francis of Assisi, the pastor there, and um, we are looking into the summer of 2021 for our next mission trip over to South Africa with Blessman International, and really making it an evangelization uh, trip, as we're going to be going into many different schools and just talking about our faith in Jesus. And what that means and how it's helped us and changed our life. And not just schools, but areas where families uh, need faith and and help during these trying, uh, difficult times that they're going through. Uh, So we're going to be talking about that and and, and putting it together here coming up uh, for 2021 in the summer. I don't have the exact dates for you yet, but I can tell you it's going to be summer 2021 and we're looking forward to it. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show. Your Diocesan Minute is right now.
6: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, April 2nd. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes, live streaming Mass, and much more. Also be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday Mass. Bishop Johnson will also be periodically sharing written reflections and video reflections on the Diocesan Facebook page and Twitter page. And you can find a variety of national resources from the U.S. Council of Catholic Bishops at usccb.org coronavirus. And there will also be a large variety of resources made available to anyone at catholiccurrent.org COVID-19. This includes daily readings, a list of live stream masses from across the country, and a link with free access to the Magnificat until the end of May. That's catholiccurrent.org slash COVID-19. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Father Sebastian White, editor-in-chief of the Magnificat. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's our news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins.
4: You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. I don't
0: see I
7: still believe.
6: Support for programming of Catholic women now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team
9: know health insurance.
4: Thank you to Bosin the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dallin Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio.
9: What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bosin from Bosin the Florist. Our family business has been helping central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bosin. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. As always, yes, yes, indeed. During these difficult times, you're here. You're sticking by us. I've uh, heard from many of you that are still listening uh, on your app. Get that app, Iowa Catholic Radio. You can uh, find it in Google or or uh, your uh, Apple App Store. Uh, but uh, download it on your phone if you if you haven't yet. It's free, it's easy, and it's so simple to use. So simple. So thank you. Also, streaming. I mean, it's through the roof right now. We look, I heard about the numbers the other day of uh, of those of you that are streaming the show and streaming Iowa Catholic Radio in general. It's just awesome to hear. So keep up keep up the good work. We're right by you, and I know you are by us. Let's go to uh, Patrick Navacoski, one of America's most accomplished Catholic communicators, author of the new book 100 Ways John Paul II Changed the World. Hello Patrick. Hey, good morning, John. How are you? Good I'm to be doing with you fine, again. Man. Good to have you back on. It's been a long time, brother.
5: It's been a few years. Yeah, I used to be uh, sort of a regular when I worked for Legatus, but uh now that I've got this book out, I'm I'm kind of doing the, the media tour and talking to people about
1: My favorite saint, John Paul II. How do you get to meet him five times?
5: Well, (laughs) Providence, the hand of God, but ultimately it started, I won a lottery. I won a a trip to Mexico, and I called the travel agent, and I said, I don't want to go to Mexico. I want to go to Rome. Hmm. And then my boss, I was working at the National Shrine of Divine Mercy for the Marian helpers, and my my boss said, well, we've got a house in Rome. You might as well stay there and, and do some work. I was single at the time. And, and one thing led to another, and he said, well, would you like to meet the Pope? Wow. And I said, well, if there's a list, brother, put me on it. And he, he was a brother, a religious brother, yeah. uh, but I called him brother. Uh, and, and he put me on that list. And October 1st, 1997, I, I saw and met and spoke to Pope St. John Paul II for the first time. And, and from there, I went through Eastern Europe and wrote stories about, uh, as a journalist, about the work that the Marian Fathers were doing to re-evangelize Eastern Europe and their needs. And they were very successful articles. So they sent me back in 98. I met the Pope again. They sent me to Poland with, with John Paul uh, when he went to Poland in 99. And then I met my wife. We got married and came back in 2002 and knelt in front of him as a newly married couple.
1: Now, so, did, did, you ever, did he ever remember meeting you any of those other times?
5: You know, he may have. I, I I didn't see it. I mean, he meets hundreds of people, but his his uh, personal secretary, Monsignor now now Cardinal Jeevish, uh, remembered me every single time. Wow! So
1: I was impressed by that. That's incredible. What What did the Holy Father say to you the first time you met him?
5: You know, I I, pre- I was a webmaster of marion.org dot uh, which also is now the Divine Mercy dot um, and and I presented him with pages about Divine Mercy and things. He was in Misericordia, his encyclical on Divine Mercy, and then Blessed Faustina. Uh, and uh, he was very wise in that when people—I uh, was part of a, a group that met him after a private mass in his private chapel in the Vatican apartment in the, the papal apartments, which was one of the biggest thrills of my life. Um, and he was very wise. He didn't say very much of anything. He let me talk, so I spoke for about a minute and presented him with, with these pages from the website, and then he said thank you knowing that if he engaged in the conversation, we'd be there all day. Right. He had 30 people to meet, so...
1: <laughs> right. I mean, and, and to have your marriage, blessed by the Pope, that, that, that's a treat. My sister had that opportunity last year, or two years Yeah, ago.
5: yeah. Not, not only that, but my, my friend, this brother, who, who knew the, the papal uh, staff very well, had John Paul hand-sign a papal blessing for, uh, for our wedding as well.
1: Goodness. Wow. Wow that's awesome Yeah, pretty special i, pretty I mean special. You, you wrote this book 100 ways john paul ii changed the world i, I can't get into all hundred uh what are the are the one or two ones that stick out to you the most I, I gotta think maybe tackling communism is up there
5: yeah yeah that's in the top 10 so he he with ronald reagan engineered in a sense the the downfall of communism in eastern europe central and eastern europe that's really high up but uh Ultimately, John Paul was, was a man of prayer, a great devotion to Our Lady, and that really powered everything that he did. But his prime focus was, was on the Great Commission of bringing people to Jesus Christ. So he started things like World Youth Day, uh, and that was to engage youth where they're at and and get them excited about the Church, about the faith, about Jesus Christ, and bringing them into right relationship with with Christ. So World Youth Day is in top ten. Uh, a, a divine mercy when jesus appeared to saint faustina in, in the 1930s and said you need to prepare the world for my second coming no small task right yeah <laughs> and and john paul was instrumental in authenticating her messages from jesus while he was still archbishop of krakow two months later he was elected pope yeah so uh, he saw that through he can Saint faustina so divine mercy number two Number one, the new evangelization. Uh, he put a big spotlight on bringing people into right relationship with Christ. That was really what drove his pontificate, because he saw that, it, as Paul VI said, that the Church exists to evangelize. John Paul took that, and he ran with it.
1: And today's a pretty significant day.
5: It is. We lost him to, to, to heaven 15 years ago today. And, uh matter of fact, if people want to look this up, I wrote an uh, opinion piece on John Paul II for Fox News. It was published early this morning. So that's on the opinion page at foxnews.com if people want to go look in and read more of my thoughts and, and my reflections on John Paul and his legacy and what he, he gave us, what he gave the world. And, and, and I think really till the end of time, people are going to be talking about John Paul II and unpacking his legacy, studying his work. Uh, because he just left us such a deep treasure trove of, of 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 writings and 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 wisdom that that I think will be carried through for for all
1: time. The theology of the body's got to be up there too, right? Top five at least.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Theology of the body was was the first major teaching of his pontificate. Yeah. It it kind of grew out of his work with with young couples and who who eventually got married as as a priest in the 1950s, and then in 1960, he wrote a great book called Love and Responsibility, mm-hmm. which talks about sexuality, about marriage, about family, about children, and, 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 and our responsibility to use our sexuality in, in a responsible way uh, with, a, with a correct understanding of human anthropology. And so that, that book kind of laid the groundwork for a lot of his teaching uh, really having a correct understanding of who we are as human people and and so uh, and, and and what he says in theology of the body is that we can know who we are just by looking at how we are created how God created us male and female we can know who we are and who God is and so much that he unpacks just from studying the human person so that was a, a, a series of talks that he gave in his Wednesday audiences, from 1979 to about 1982-83 and and that's the sum of his his theology of the body
1: yeah i mean it, it has been compiled what what many have said is is something that most theologians will won't get through in in lifetimes i mean it is so dense yeah, so the, rich and i a, i don't know a, about you but i need the i need the uh companions and and the the uh you know guides as i'm reading that thing
5: yeah no absolutely It it is very very dense it's very heavy but there, there are there are great organizations that people out there like Christopher West and and Jason Everett and the Theology of the Body Institute that are unpacking this for us and teaching it to us in a way that that most lay people who are not scholars like me who who can understand it and and apply it to our lives and 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 helps us to live holy lives as as Catholics who take our faith seriously and want to want to live our life, life and our faith to the full. Um, and, and, and John Paul really give, gave that to
1: us through the theology of the body. Of the hundred ways John Paul II changed the world, what's one that's maybe uh, that, that we wouldn't think of or, or a surprise? You know, he
5: is a rock star in Africa. Uh, he, he had a whole synod on Africa, and, and, wrote, right, and he visited uh, more than about two-thirds of the countries in Africa so they they know him very well there. He's very beloved in Africa, and he really kick-started the, the Church, and, and it's uh, an explosion of faith in Africa that has not yet come to fruition. I really believe that voc- the vocations from Africa right now are going crazy, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to continue, and I think he planted those seeds in the 80s and 90s, and and the whole world is reaping the fruit of that right now.
1: I just think of what this one man did, what one saint did yeah. for the world 100, for the church
5: 100, he visited 112 countries his total of apostolic visits just as pope in his 26 years as pope 30 times around the world i mean if you took all of his flights and you stretched them out 30 times around the planet it's, it's, it's
1: mind-boggling and is it On true that
5: all the other things he
1: go did ahead. yeah is it true yeah, that no, he was seen live more than any other person in the world
5: Yes, that is that's one of the key things about him. He was seen live in person than by more people than anyone who ever existed in the history of humanity. Incredible. He drew he drew crowds of six seven million. Now Pope Francis drew more people uh, at several world uh, at, at least one World Youth Day. John Paul drew six seven million to World Youth Day in Manila. I think Pope Francis had one event where he outdrew him. But Pope Francis's pontificate will likely be significantly shorter than john paul's 26 years because you were elected later in life right. but uh but yes john paul was seen live by more people than anyone any any one person who ever existed
1: boy john paul second, pray for us get this book friends mm-hmm. osvcatholicbookstore.com yeah you can also go to divine treasures if they don't have it there they will certainly order it for you patrick novakoski 100 ways john paul ii changed the world patrick thanks for coming on man Great to be with you, my friend. All right. Talk to you soon. That's Patrick Novikoski, everyone. Interesting. Inspiring, huh? My goodness, John Paul II. Today, on this 15th anniversary of his death, we especially ask that he pray for us right now. Pray for all those who are suffering, those who are sick. Pray for an end to the coronavirus. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing?
2: We have a new blessing that you'll be hearing uh, quite a bit because of the uh, pandemic. So this is what we close out with. Oh God, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Deacon. I'm John Leonetti, friends. We'll be on tomorrow, Friday. We've got to make it through Thursday first. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: Born in weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water
9: We never will run dry So
7: living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire
0: just to know you and to make you know Left your name on high. Shine like this. John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten morning. by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Suns Nature Scapes, and Blessman International.